T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That's me. Uh, grit is the fit. Campbell's gambles. Brad is bad. How was that? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I kind of have freaked you ever out been mistaken for a rapper before? Um, no, I, I haven't. But I was quite flattered, to be honest. Yeah, that was that was not, even though I think I sort of think everybody has used Campbell's gambles now, right? But that's okay. All the great rappers use other people's lines, don't they? Oh, that that's right. You, you, you sample stuff. Correct. Mm-hmm. I now, get it. Did I have it right? Dropping beats? Is that what they do? We do? Yes, I do? Absolutely. That's, that's different than I'd like to write some lyrics for you. Yeah. Right? That's different. <laughs> yes, that's definitely different. So okay, I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Lil Woj, um, by the way, how long did it take you to get back from Green Bay? Like four days? Forever. Yeah. Forever. Uh, I think I was at the Appleton, Wisconsin airport. Oh, beautiful little place. Sure. Um, eh, about six or seven hours, uh, all total. Oh. I kept, they kept waiting for the plane from Detroit to get to Appleton to take us. Me and 65, I wouldn't say celebrating Lions fans, but they were they were enjoying themselves <laughs> at the Appleton bar, certainly. I just watched from afar, of course. Oh, yes, I'm sure. How many, <laughs> I did. How many gin and tonics yeah, did you those have? Those are just oh, ice cubes, Lord. yes. Yeah. I will say this. I was offered many gins and tonics. A little gin and juice? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's Mr. right. If I'm going to be a rapper, it's got to be gin and juice, yes. right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm transforming. All right. Obviously, you were at Lambeau. It was a very cool scene, winning the game, knocking the Packers out the playoffs. You were also obviously at the Brad Holmes uh, press conference yesterday. What, what do you think of what he had to say? Not that you always taught me better than anybody. You don't take what people have to say, you know, verbatim as as fact. I thought he was really good yesterday, and I I think we should be positive. Oh, for sure, and. Uh, you know, I was talking to our buddy Rieger, you know, Jeff Rieger. Yeah. From the John Rieger show. He sort of forlornly afterwards, and I'm, I'm not outing him because he was being funny, but he said, like, you know, I kind of miss when the Lions really suck because there aren't really any probing questions to ask in the season ender. And there really weren't. It was mostly just affirmation of what they done, they've done. I think Holmes was justifiably – confident um, and feeling good about what they've accomplished. Really, his eyes really lit up when he started talking about people asked about what's it like when you see your draft picks come to fruition, you know, like Malcolm Rodriguez or whatever. And, and he did enjoy that. I, I think one of the more telling things he said, 
And when you think about it, maybe others have said it, but it's the first time I heard it like this about the quarterback position. And he said that it's just as easy to get – it's easier to get worse at quarterback than to get better. And in other words, don't throw away what you got. And they're not, obviously, throwing away Jared Goff. And he's the guy going forward. We kind of knew that. But the way Holmes reiterated it, I thought was interesting. And I also thought he tapped down the enthusiasm of people thinking they're making some huge splash in free agency. They've kind of shrewdly, I think, avoided any of those big, bad contracts. And I'm not sure there's anybody out there that would be worth a big splash right now for how the Lions are constructed. Well, but he also said, you know, on the way back, he got excited about the fact that they can now go out and acquire players. They can go out and add players to the roster. What's the best way and how aggressive do you actually want them to be in free agency? See, I, I don't want them to be that aggressive. There are, like, for instance, if there's, and I don't know, I haven't scoured the list, if there's a, a veteran cornerback that's out there, you'd look at that. Um, but to me, when he's talking about getting excited about, I think he's looking at all the draft capital and how he can move around in the draft. He did it last year, used the Rams other first-round pick and packaged it and moved up to get Jamison Williams. Now, I still think that's going to work out fine, but, you know, we'll need to see more out of him next year. I think that's what he's thinking about maneuvering and collecting players and and putting draft picks. They've got two ones and two twos, and you could move all over the place. I, I, I It's amazing. One year later, we're pretty I, – I think you guys are on the same page. We're pretty much accepting – they're not drafting a quarterback high, right? Correct. Yeah. Although, like he did say, he wouldn't, you know, he always looking for great football players. So, you know, he wouldn't right, be opposed I, to doing like what the Chiefs did with Mahomes and having him sit under it for a year. Right. But I think he but also I, opened the door for, hey, uh, everything is on the table for the right. Detroit Lions. Yes. And if you're sitting at number nine, we use that example for the Carolina Panthers. And you want to jump a couple of teams. Hey, we may take a quarterback. We may w- take the guy that you want. But if you want him, you better come up and get him. I think he's he's doing a good job of whether it's a start of smokescreen, he's playing the game. Well, he is, but also the Lions' obvious and ringing endorsement of golf makes it seem to other teams, I would think, unlikely that they would even think of a quarterback that high. But why not? I mean, you know who's quarterbacking a team in the playoffs and was the last pick in the draft last year? Yeah is Brock Purdy. And I'm not saying, okay, wait till the last pick and get a quarterback. But I'm saying I think Holmes plays the draft game very well, and he left open the possibility, I think, of grabbing a quarterback later in the draft. Stetson Bennett. I think he'll be too old by the time he <laughs> enters the draft, won't he? He'll be what is he, 25, 26? Yeah, I know. No. Uh, well, maybe, whatever. He's a little short. I'm not big on the short quarterbacks. <laughs> odd. I mean, well, no, it's not odd. Oh. Kyler Murray. I've always no. been uh, anti-Kyler Murray. Bryce yeah. Young's short. I, I agree, and that's the issue I have with Bryce Young. And not that the that the Lions will no. be, you know, in any position uh, to to make that a possibility. Um, you know, when you look at the Detroit Lions, where and. 
Stoney asked this question, and I'll ask it to you. Uh-oh. Where can they do the most good? Where do they need to, um, you know, focus the majority of their attention or the bulk of their assets to to improve upon what they did this year going into next year? Well, I thought um, our man Stoney asked an astute question yesterday of Holmes and said, "Where do you need to think you have the biggest need for improvement?" <laughs> and I believe Brad Holmes said, "Well." Um, we did rank 32nd in the league in defense and yeah. defense. Yeah. So, and you know, pretty much everywhere ex- on defense, except for the defensive line, oddly enough, where they put so many assets and, and they didn't even have to spend big assets to restock, you know, James Houston in the sixth start, and even Aleem McNeil, who of two really good drafts by Holmes, Ali McNeil, second rounder, is really one of the underrated pieces they've added. And third, he was so a third the, rounder. Who who was the third rounder? McNeil. Uh, McNeil. Uh, Levi Onzerike oh, was the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Had the had the second round yeah. jinx. Right. R- r- right. Levi was the second rounder. What happens if he can come back from his injury? But but um, unbelievably, really, when you think about it, going back to the start of the season when everybody was running and throwing and everything on that defense, that, that defensive line, would you call the defensive line now a plus position for them across the board with their pass rushers? Pass rushers, I yes. I, I still think they need help. Uh, I think McNeil needs a little help. Unless they're going to bring back Bugs, who played great on Sunday, and you know, Benito Jones and people like that. Or they can solidify some depth. Right yes. now, if you get one of those right. guys hurt, it's a, bit, it's a big hit. Right, absolutely. I, to me, it's the secondary biggest yes. of anything, you know. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. You could add another running back, maybe um, an offense, but it's going to be mostly defense. Well, they need a backup quarterback and a kicker too, don't they? Yeah. I think. Anyway, backup quarterback for sure. With all due respect to the Nate Sudfeld family. Yes. All right. Well, he was the backup, right? The, um, the Jim Not Harbaugh portably. situation has made even. Uh, Mr. Michigan himself, John Jansen, a little, I don't know the word, uh, upset, squeamish. Yeah. It's it's getting Frustrated, exhausted. Yes. Uh, What do you think is going to happen, and how do you think this should be handled? Well, um, of course, nobody likes the way it's being handled. And and I I would say, well, people are used to it, but they're not, and um, and they shouldn't be necessarily. But I don't think it's freak-out panic stage. Um, it's only been, what, uh, 10 days removed from the end of the season. And I, until I see or hear of a legitimate NFL offer for Harbaugh, I'm going to assume that he's coming back. It's just an exploratory thing. I think there's probably a little bit of a leverage play going on here. Um, I think Jim Harbaugh wants to be loved by the, the people that employ him. And, and I know what you're saying. Well, his contract is already big. And I don't even think it's necessarily about the money. I think it's about all the other things around maybe an assistant coach's uh, money pool, maybe more commitment to NIL. Um, I'm not saying it's all leverage. I still think he does have the NFL itch and whatever. But I, think about this. I don't know if people think about it. The NFL is a billion-dollar enterprise, right? And these billion-dollar teams, are they really going to turn over their most important public position to somebody that they – well, they haven't even talked to in person yet or 
somebody with kind of, you know, quirky, although at times brilliant, persona as Harbaugh. Is that is that really going to happen? Well, I mean, you, you look at his track. I mean, in terms of, you know, doing everything virtually or not meeting him in person, no, I, I, I don't think so. But just in terms of his track record, I mean, at San Francisco, his track record in the NFL is good. Three oh, years, yeah. uh, three out of four years in an NFC championship game took him to the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I could definitely see why teams would be interested. And I can see why Harbaugh, you know, probably doesn't mind the attention. I just think when, when push comes to shove, uh, that's, I think that's going to be a difficult connect, connection to make. And, and he also, when push comes to shove, he's going to remember, oh, I have a team that might be ranked second or third in the country at the start of next year with a great offense seemingly ready to go again. But why does he why do, why do people accept his contradictions? I mean, last year he said this is it was a one-time thing and all that. Why don't he just say, "You know what? Stick with your, you know, stick with what you say for once." God. Well, he did also say, "No man knows the future." That was after that was after he said last year at this time. Blake Horm does. Yeah. Blake Corum knows yeah, that's true. Good boy. No, and, and and obviously it didn't prevent Blake Corum from coming back. Listen, nobody lo- likes it, but if you're going to accept all the quirks and oddities of Harbaugh to beat Ohio State twice and win the Big Ten, you know, as long as as long as they reach a logical conclusion conclusion relatively quickly, I don't think it's uh, that harmful. I, but it. I absolutely what, understand. What's your, what's your relatively quickly timeline? Um, I'd say within a week. Okay. All okay. right. I mean, now if it goes beyond that, then, I mean, you do have the second signing day right. coming up, recruiting signing day, and and I suppose that could be an issue. And, and again, I'm not – I'm just trying to explain it. I don't like it. Nobody likes it. Michigan – a lot of Michigan fans don't like it. But I also – hear from a lot of Michigan fans who say, listen, they, they can't let him go. I mean, do what it takes. And to which probably Ward Manuel says, well, he has a contract. Um, an NFL team hasn't offered him anything. What am I bidding against right here? And he, and he can't give him a raise right now when he's under NCAA investigation. No, probably not. And that's the other thing that complicates things. And and maybe Harbaugh didn't really realize how that would be, and maybe he didn't think that would affect his quote-unquote leverage or whatever. But, yeah, that's troubling, too, very troubling. Or what does the contract say about exploring other options while you're under contract? <laughs> he has to alert the um, the athletic director or the school. And I assume, I, I assume he has alerted them, right? Yeah. I mean, it's out there public. Yeah. I, I guess. I assume he has. Says he's doing um, the interviews from uh, Schembeck. Wodge, thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Keep, keep uh, rapping. Yes. Woo! Yeah. Happy New Year. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, it was Wednesdays with Wojo, our favorite rapper. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 
listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.